It's the Morning X this week, powered by Expert Electronics. 104.9 The Morning X. It is Kev, Matt, and Chelsea are in the room. What's up, guys? What's going on? Why are we always in the room, Chelsea? <laughs> uh, earlier, Matt, you and I were talking about how uh, there are a lot of people saying celebrities should run for president. Mm-hmm. Um, and it reminded me of this list that I came across quite some time ago. So I want to play guess the list with you guys on this. A British survey. Now it's British people, so who knows if we can trust them. But a survey of 2,000 British people revealed the top 20 celebrities and public figures that they believe would best be suited to deal with an alien invasion. Oh. Oh, So man. if you wanted a celebrity to be the one in charge of saving the world from aliens, not in a movie, in real life, who would they be? We've got the top 17 here. Oh, no, top 20, so points for any in the top 20. Okay, fine. These are not necessarily movie stars, by the way, but they are famous people on the list. So well, uh, we'll start with Matt, since Chelsea always goes first. Well, Will Smith, just because he makes alien movies where he destroys aliens. Will Smith is number two on the list, Number Matt. two, Will That's Smith. Tough. Well done. Kicking it off yeah, with a ding. On. Okay, Chelsea. I'm going with The Rock. Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Do, do, do. Let's see. Not... On this list, Chelsea, unfortunately, uh, is on the list for people who uh, Americans want to see run for president. As far as celebrities go, he's like at the top of that list. Yeah, However, rock, yeah. apparently no good against aliens, so I'm not voting for him. And this doesn't have to be uh, celebrities. This can be anybody. Famous people. Famous people. Not necessarily movie stars, but famous people. How were- about uh, your favorite Dr. Anthony Fauci? Fighting aliens. <laughs> Dr. Fauci may be good against aliens, but, or against bugs, you know, on Earth here, but not against aliens. Not, no. Not part of this list, unfortunately. But if not you give the, the alien a cold. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's <laughs> Jeff Goldblum, and he's also not on the list. No? Jeff Goldblum knew how to take care of those aliens in Independence Day. You, uh, you put a virus uh, on the, uh, on the, uh, uh, the uh, 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 mothership and, uh, 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 but anyway. Uh, so we're back to Chelsea. We're talking about the top 20 Celebrities that people think are best suited to fight aliens on Earth. Hmm. Cam Newton. Cam <laughs> Newton, the quarterback? Yeah. He's got bad legs. He can't run anymore. <laughs> Cam Newton? Yes. <laughs> Newton. That was the weirdest answer ever. <laughs> There's a lot of NFL quarterbacks. Tom Brady would be better at fighting aliens, I that think. you would think you of sure? right off the bat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tom Brady has seven Super Bowls. That's why he would be better. Yeah, uh, seven is a lot. Uh, I think he will be responsible for the downfall of humanity. Probably, uh, however, maybe. not not fighting the aliens. So, uh, you know, Tom Brady was that your guess, Tom Brady? I guess. Well, she guessed Cam Newton. So, um, <laughs> Tom, Tom Brady also not on this list. A British survey of two thousand people who they thought would be the best celebrity to deal with a alien invasion on Earth. Oh, I know. You're missing a pretty big one here, guys. Martha Stewart. (laughs) No, she's too stoned. She's smoking a spliff with Snoop Dogg somewhere. They're not going to care that aliens are coming. Yeah, but well, she- they're out of this world because they've been smoking so much, <laughs> so true. I just figure. <laughs> you, need to, you need to leave now, Chelsea. That's true. <laughs> That's- dad jokes, dad jokes. What you gonna do? What you gonna do when I tell it to you? I never expect Chelsea to get the song. No, but she's getting it lately. Yeah. <laughs> well done. All right, back to Matt. I say let's annoy the aliens out of here with Kim Kardashian or any of the Kardashian... <laughs> Plan. They they turn. They'll take one look at them. And be like, you know what? We're moving on. Earth, uh, Earth is not for us. As I agree with your statement, however, mm. uh, not here in the top twenty of people who uh, people think should fight aliens on Earth in mm. real life, not in movies. In real life, in real life. Here, uh, we'll do a couple more rounds here. Chelsea, LeBron James, also not here. Chuck Norris. <laughs> uh, I love that guess as well. Unfortunately. These are British people, so they did not vote for Chuck Norris. They Tom don't know. Hanks. If this were an American survey, I guarantee Chuck Norris would be on the list. He'd be like almost it. number one, yeah. Chuck Norris. Uh, what did you just say, Chelsea? Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. Hanks. Yeah. No. British people love Tom Hanks. They but do. He's, he's not much of a fighter type. You know what I mean? You, you no. Think of people who are fighter types. Apollo Creed. <laughs> <laughs> No, uh, that would be great. I would love to see Apollo go head to head with you know one of those aliens from the Alien movie. Yeah, Carl Weathers. He was in one of those movies, wasn't he? Wasn't he in Predator? He was in Predator, but not an Alien. Okay, the, which which is different. They're different movies. Great, by the way, uh, yes, amazing and everything. Um, okay, we'll do one more round and then we'll go through the list. Well, I'm out of guesses. Celebrities <laughs> that people in England think should fight aliens on Earth. Chelsea, what is the name of the redheaded boxer? He's tall. 
He's got tattoos. Oh, Conor McGregor. Yes. Horrified fighter aliens. He's too drunk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can't you can't fight aliens if you're seeing like double all the you know. I see two aliens. There's four aliens. He's too busy trying to beat up buses. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, any MMA fighters or Mike you know, Tyson? Yeah, Mike Tyson, that kind of thing. No, unfortunately not. Okay, well this- then who is it then? <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna go through this list really quickly. Number twenty. We'll start with number twenty. Our president Joe Biden at number twenty on this you list. You think Joe so, could fight aliens? So he can fight aliens, but Martha Stewart and Snoop Dogg can't. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. Well, he has his, <laughs> he has a button he can press. That's true. That's true. That can launch several weapons at the aliens. If he remembers where it is. Right, right. <laughs> Joe, we're fighting aliens. Can somebody get me a, a button at the old country buffet? Because that's where I'm going to be most of the time. <laughs> Tell them to meet me there. Uh, Kamala Harris at 19. So, you know, she's got the vice button. Right. You know? yeah. uh, Mel Gibson at 18. Oh, Mel what? Gibson, yeah. Obvious choice, David Duchovny, of course, because oh, X-Files. the X-Files. Right. He didn't fight him, though. He just investigated him. He was just really snarky. Tommy Lee. Jones, of course, he was in Men, Men in Black, Black fighting with Simon Pegg, which I don't know what he's. I love. Do. Oh, I love Simon Pegg. He'll make him laugh, but I don't know if he can fight him. William Shatner, ah, oh, Shatner, Pierce Morgan, Boris Johnson, which is the president in Great Britain, so they voted for him. But higher than him on this list was Donald Trump. <laughs> Uh, which is weird because English people were voting. So I don't know how... It's going to be a real classy fight. (laughs) (laughs) Going to beat the aliens. Chris Pratt, Nicola Sturgeon. Did I say that right? Maybe. Anybody know who that is? I don't. Gillian Anderson, the other half of the X-Files. Sigourney Weaver, who fought aliens in Alien. These are all alien people who had movies dealing with that. I didn't say that was against the rules. I said not necessarily movie stars. Uh, Harrison Ford, Tom Cruise, Bruce Willis... Uh, Sir David Attenborough. Don't know who he is. He's a very, very, very famous British guy, which is why he's on this list. Will Smith. And number one, can't believe neither of you said it. I'm going to give you both one more chance to get number one. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yes! There you Uh, go, my friend. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yay! There you have the top 20 celebrities that English people believe should fight aliens here on Earth. Matt and Chelsea, thank you for once again guessing the list. Five more minutes of this and I'm going to get mad. 104.9, The Morning X. Morning X, Kev, good morning. And you know what? Yeah, it is tornado season. I don't believe we have any tornadic activity in the forecast today. That's not why I'm bringing this up. But it is that season where, where some might start popping up here and there. There was an anniversary last week, the big one that happened in our area, uh, at least south of here, uh, in 2015. So it is that season. And, of course, the south has been enduring some uh, crazy... Crazy tornadic activity. People are losing their homes and stuff. But there was this meteorologist in El Dorado, Arkansas, who uh, had a response on TV to people who were complaining online. People were actually complaining online that they were giving them information about the tornado instead of uh, playing whatever TV show they were watching. And I, I love this guy's response. We're already getting folks that are emailing and calling because we're in the middle of programming, saying if they wanted to watch the weather, they would turn it to another channel. As long as there's a warning in effect for our area, we're going to be on TV. Because if it was your area that was under a tornado warning right now, you would want us on the air informing you. So that's what we're going to do, and we're going to stay on the television. And we've warned folks that, yes, programming is being interrupted, and it stinks. And you know what? We can watch that tomorrow. But we've had this same area just get hit by an EF1 tornado. Yeah, he makes a really good point. You can watch whatever it was tomorrow. You can watch it pretty much anytime. You can probably watch it 20 minutes from now if you want to. Because things get online. You know, you have the streaming services. You have on demand. Uh, so you're going to be able to watch whatever it is you were watching. That's a really good point the guy makes. Like, uh, maybe don't bitch. Because we're trying to, you know, help people get to safety here. We're trying to tell people where they are. But people are like, no! I don't want to watch this! An EF-1 tornado. I can fart harder than an EF-1 tornado. Turn Wheel of Fortune back on. Five more minutes of this and I'm going to get mad. 104.9 The Morning X. 104.9 The Morning X. It is Kev. And if you're looking for a job, this could be an interesting uh, little one-off kind of side job for you. A website called Bonus Finders looking to pay somebody to become an MLB food tester. As in, yes, Major League Baseball. And if they pick you... You get to go to a few baseball games. You get to try the food and then uh, just talk about uh, how it was. It's pretty simple. I think that's something anybody would love to do. 
it's not like it's going to pay for the rest of your life or anything. They pay you 500 bucks. They cover your travel. They cover your food. If you're interested, they need you to apply on their website before May 2nd. But that got me thinking of the food from the ballparks, man. Because how long has it been since you got to go to a baseball game and have food at the ballpark? So what is uh, what is something you miss as far as ball for, uh, ballpark food goes? Besides beer, what's the first thing you're going to order the next time you go to a ball game? I can tell you right now, for me, it'll be a hot dog. Which I realize is kind of a cop-out answer because everybody loves the hot dogs. Even if they're not good... You love to get a like a nice Vienna beef hot dog at the at the stadium. You may not feel good later, but I can't remember the I can't remember the last time I went to a ball game and did not get mustard on my shirt because for some reason I cannot eat a hot dog without getting the mustard on my shirt. Even when we went to go see Disturbed on uh, the uh, the bus trip uh, a couple years ago, I had a hot dog there at the uh, Allstate Arena when we went out there, and I got mustard on my damn shirt. I need I need a hot dog eating lesson apparently. Uh, yeah, uh, you can text, text Kev, and your response to 59457. Uh, he says, uh, from the 815, they say wing, uh, wings. I never, I never got wings at a, at a ballpark before. Be interested to see what that would taste like. Uh, what's the first thing you're going to order next time you go to a ball game? You can't, you can't not get peanuts, right? I mean, that's not really a food order, but ballpark peanuts, man. I just, I just miss it all. Got Josh on the line, 815-874-2104. What's up, Josh? Hey, man, so one of the snacks I missed at Walmart, well, food I missed at Walmart was the uh, Walmart. the little smiley face gummy bears, like um, gummies from Walmart. Like they had like, the uh, smiley face. I know which ones I'm talking about. Uh, Yeah, I mean, it's vaguely familiar. It, are they like sugar-coated smileys? No, they're just regular uh, fruit, uh, gummy bears and all that, but they're smiley face or the uh, Walmart smiley face and all that on there. And what about when you go to a baseball game or, uh, or a sports event? What, what's the snacks you miss going to those? Oh, man. Ooh. Um, those cups of ice cream, man. Like, I haven't had those in over 13 years. Oh, like, those, yeah. they'll have like a little They'll have, like, a little hat and then a uh, dipping dots in there. The little baseball hat? Yeah. Y- yeah. Yeah, dude. I miss that, too. <laughs> like, you can't even find those no more. Yeah, you'd be hard-pressed, I think, to find those uh, right now, anyway, because people haven't been going to damn games. They're starting to let people in. But I appreciate the call, Josh. And, yeah, those those helmets were cool, man. I was, was jealous of the kids who got that because I never got to. I would just put it on my head anyway, get my head all sticky. So I guess it was I guess it was a better idea for me to not get that. But uh, what are the foods you miss from the ballparks uh, relevant to that on our Facebook page at the X Rockford? Jake says a helmet full of nachos. I went to a Bears game and there was a lady in front of me that had the helmet full of nachos, and I just kept getting a whiff and was very tempted, but it was very expensive. <laughs> So I did not order it that day. But what is the thing that you're going to order the next time you go to a ball game? Not beer. We know you're going to get beer, but what's the first thing you can't wait to eat at a ballpark or at a sporting event of any kind, really? Ice Hogs game. Let us know. 815-874-2104. You can text Kev and your response to 59457 or participate on our Facebook page at The X Rockford. The one and the only 104.9. Take a listen. The Morning X. 104.9, The Morning X. Every week I have to kind of dig through a slush pile of gross, crappy, horrible news. So I like to find the little gold nuggets in there and give you a weekly dose of good news. So why don't we take a look at that right now? Love stories about people helping people. Like this one. Someone in Morristown, New Jersey, was angry about a restaurant's pandemic policy that you can only stay for 90 minutes, so they stiffed their waitress and didn't leave a tip. Which sounds like a negative news story, but uh, when you find out the twist here, there's a group of people on Facebook who heard about this. They started raising money and ended up giving that waitress a $1,700 tip. That's nice. Have you heard about this guy in Florida? You might have heard about him right now, but it's cool to see something positive and good coming out of Florida because usually it's like gross, stupid drug addicts that are uh, being reported, which doesn't mean that there are no good people in Florida. This guy's name's Chip Hawthorne. Uh, he, Hawthorne. Hawthorne. He raised over $8,000 for Habitat for Humanity by riding a riding mower across the entire state. Now, that's impressive, but if he had ridden it top to bottom, he'd have gotten a much more mileage out of that. But still, eight grand for Habitat, that's pretty good, man. Big ups to Florida for once. And you know the sandwich place, Jersey Mike's, they do a charity thing every year called the Day of Giving, where locations around the country donate 100% of the day's sales to charity. And uh, this year, the Day of Giving set a new record. 1,900 stores took part and donated $15 million, which was almost double their goal, including 
including the one uh, right here in our area. They're excited to announce that the cumulative total of all donations exceeded a previous record. On April 10th, Jersey Mike's presented the Literacy Council in Rockford with a check totaling $28,494.62. And then if you want more positive local news, you can find that at rockrivercurrent.com. That is your weekly dose of good news. It's Kev on the Morning X. Weekdays 5 to 10 a.m. Powered by Expert Electronics on 104.9 The X. 104.9 The Morning X. It is Kev. Matt Hall is here. What's up, man? Hey, good morning, sir. Matt Hall, of course, the Hall's cough drop fame. <laughs> yeah, well, that's where we... Uh, I have a family fortune. You're right. Yeah. And uh, that's why he works here. <laughs> that's why I, I come in every morning. I enjoy it, though, you know? It's a cover-up. He doesn't want people to know he's rich. Well, it's like the guy who with the bush baked bean fortune, you know? He doesn't want people knowing... You know, his secret, for one. Well, he's got a talking dog. He's got a talking dog, which tells all the secrets. Yeah. Luckily for me, there's no one to tell the Hall's cough drop secret. But I'll <laughs> I'll tell you right now, it's just cherry Kool-Aid frozen. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's dump on celebrities. <laughs> That's all it is. Just just cherry Kool-Aid. <laughs> oh, okay. So our weekly celebrity dump. It was hard for me to figure out where to start today. We'll start with Tom Brady. Oh, he's back in the news, huh? Uh, he admits that getting drunk and throwing the Lombardi trophy from one boat to another was a dumb idea. He has yeah. publicly admitted that. Yeah, well, it was, sure was fun to watch, though, wasn't it? Yeah, he said not only could they have lost the trophy, but it has sharp edges and could have hurt somebody. But Brady said that luckily he deflated it so nobody would get uh, hurt. <laughs> you know, I actually, his drunken antics made me like him. Uh, he turned the tide on me to liking him now. Like, I used to be against Tom Brady. Not anymore. I root for him now. Get out. <laughs> you you can't cheer for Tom Brady after he drunkenly tossed a Lombardi trophy to a different boat? No. No? I, I can't. That doesn't help me at all. Okay, well. He's still the super villain of the NFL. I do wish he'd retire so somebody else could win the Super Bowl. He's like Darth Vader, and Belichick was like the Emperor, Okay. <laughs> Just evil villains. I can feel your hatred. (laughs) Uh, According to a survey, 60% of Americans actually want more celebrities to run for president. Really? I don't know where they got the survey from. And you may not believe it, but just you wait. In 2028, when we elect President Post Malone and Vice President Gun Kelly. (laughs) Well, they both have tattoos on their face, so that's the ticket they can run on. And they're both ass clowns. They are. Although, you know what? I don't understand your Post Malone hate. Machine Gun Kelly, yes. That guy, D-bag. Have you seen Post Malone's face? I have seen Post Malone's face. That's all I need. He's a real nice guy. Have you seen him in the interviews, though? He's a real nice guy. If you don't know who Post Malone is, just Google him right now. You'll see his face is covered in tattoos, and they're not even good tattoos. He looks like he fell asleep at a college party. (laughs) He does. (laughs) And people drew on his face, and he said, you know what? Tattoo it. You know, you got to do you, I suppose. I can't. I guess so. Well, they're saying that The Rock may be our president. Like, for real, like 48% of people I read said that uh, they they prefer Dwayne The Rock Johnson as our president. Doesn't make it a good idea. No, it does not. Well, The Rock has actually said that people, if the people wanted him, he would serve. Really? And, and as you know, the people already own his elbow and his eyebrow. So It's true. He is the people's champion, Kev. Yeah. Uh, and finally, Willie Nelson wants to make 420 a national holiday. I'm shocked by that. And not just 420. But the whole 10 days after 420, from 420 to 429, he wants to be what they call the high holidays. And he's actually written to Joe Biden uh, to try and get that done. And who better than the Santa Claus of marijuana, Willie Nelson? He really is the Santa Santa Claus of pot. (laughs) You are correct about it. I never thought about that. From 420 to 429, every year, Willie will travel around the world to the homes of well-behaved stoners to put a nice big fat bong in their stockings. That's right. On 419, you set out (laughs) your bong on your your fireplace, and then Willie will fill it up on 420. He was making a list and checking it twice, but he rolled it to make a giant blunt, so that's not going to work out. It's Kev. Excellent. On 104.9. That's incredible. The Morning X. 104.9, The Morning X. My guest on the phone, a paranormal investigator and documentary filmmaker and the host of a new two-hour shock doc special on Discovery Plus called Ed Gein, The Real Cycle. Let's welcome back Steve Shippey. Welcome back, dude. Thank you so much for having me back. Hey, I appreciate that. So uh, it's amazing to me because, of course, the title of the doc refers to Psycho as in Alfred Hitchcock's Psycho. But not only that, but Ed Gein 
Also source material for Texas Chainsaw Massacre and Silence of the Lambs as well. So a guy who kind of inspired all these uh, iconic psychos. This is the real guy. Yeah, it's amazing to think that this one man was able to inspire all these fictional characters in some of the biggest horror films in our world. Do you think they kind of uh, glorified what he did? Uh, you know, I think to a, to an extent they kind of glorified what he did. Um, you know, but I just think that it was what Gein did was so shocking and disturbing that even just one little facet of him was enough to base an entire character to create a film, which is astounding. Uh, for listeners who don't know, Ed Gein, of course, uh, a serial killer and uh, convicted a grave robber as well from Plainfield, Wisconsin, just a couple hours drive from where we are in Rockford. Uh, and in the dock, you guys actually go to Plainfield. So uh, uh, you guys actually went to Ed Gein's house. Well, actually, we went to his property, uh, the old farm, the Gein farm, where all these things took place. His actual house was burned down shortly after his arrest. Uh, nobody knows who did it, but... Uh, they burnt it right to the ground. Okay, so you went you went to his farm then. Yes. Okay, good. Uh, so it's it has been abandoned ever since he was caught. Yeah, yeah, it, it's been abandoned ever since. Um, finally, somebody did you know did purchase the land, and that individual. It was actually very hard to track that person down. Probably by design, you could imagine how many bizarre requests this sure. person gets. Sure. Uh, but we were able to build rapport with them and gain access and be the first camera crew to be on that land since Gein was arrested. And so you went there with the purpose to try and make spiritual contact, right? Yeah, absolutely. With- uh, not only when we, when we set out to do this documentary, it wasn't just about uh, who Gein was and, and what he had done, but also paranormal investigation. Sure. So you're, you're trying to make spiritual contact with Ed Gein himself, his victims? Yeah, anybody that was around there, because we were getting a ton of response uh, from the town of Plainfield correspondents saying that there are several hauntings here in our community, and we truly believe it's it's a result of Gein and or Gein himself. So were you, were you surprised by anything that you found there? We were very surprised by many things. I mean, first and foremost, the activity was extreme right off the bat. I mean, from the minute we got on that property, I was working in tandem with uh, world-renowned psychic medium Cindy Kaza, and the minute she got on that land, you could just see her whole demeanor change. Uh, there was there were people, uh, there was spirits around us. Augusta Gein, Ed's mother, uh, came and made contact with her, uh, made it very clear that we weren't welcome on the land, and it seemed like anywhere we would go, to investigate, uh, either Gein or his mother would follow us. Our meters were going off like crazy, malfunctioning. It was super intense. Uh, to somebody who has never felt it before, uh, it's hard to describe that feeling of stepping into an area, stepping into a, a place with spiritual energy, and the, the way the feeling changes when you, when you step. Like the difference between not being on the property and being on the property, there's a different feeling, right? A completely different feeling, yeah. If, you, if no one's ever experienced going to a place that's haunted or, or active, there's always a, a very unusual sense. You can kind of feel the energy, a feeling of being watched, and all those things held true anywhere that we went magnified times 10. Uh, is it true you got a hold of a knife that was supposedly used by Ed Gein? Yes, yeah, we did. You know, So no matter what, when you go and investigate any location, you, know, you go in with a plan, uh, who you're going to, interview, you do all your diligence prior, but no matter what, oftentimes, almost always, things will happen on the fly uh, that you have to be prepared for. And and that was the case here in Plainfield. Somebody came forward and said that they knew a collector that actually had items from Ed Gein himself. And one of those items were actually a knife. And uh, definitely got some energy off that knife. Oh, without a doubt. Right (laughs) away, uh, Cindy picked up that knife. You could see her face change. She was getting visions of what it was used for. Um, she put it down very quickly, and even worse, the individual, the collector that, that has this knife, said that from the moment he got these things from Gein's pro- his property in his home, he started experiencing uh, hauntings on a level that we weren't prepared for. Uh, he was having terrible luck in his life, tragedies left and right. Even some of his pets were dying, oh my um, God. <laughs> as well as family members. I mean, honestly, I really hope he got rid of that knife and everything to do with Gein. Yeah, that's uh, you kind of wish that burned up in the fire, you know? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Um, we're talking to Steve Shippey. He's the host of Shock Docs, uh, Ed Gein, the real psycho. You're kind of releasing this uh, at a good time. There are serial killer documentaries all over every streaming platform. They attract a ton of viewers. So what do you think the big fascination is with serial killers? Why are we so drawn to this kind of content? 
I think the reason that people are so fascinated with people like Gein and, and all this you know, serial killers and true crime is I think that, you know, inherently we as people, we're trying to understand things that are incomprehensible. How could somebody do these things? What compels somebody to do these things? And it's it's just one of those things, you know, that I think that if we can't understand something, it, it kind of drives us crazy in a sense because we need to figure out how this could happen and maybe even just trying to figure out what type of people are doing these things because you could come in contact with somebody like this in your life and you may have already honestly uh they say many serial killers walk amongst us at all times and it, and you kind of wonder the most prolific ones that we know about could there be worse that's already happened or currently happening that we just don't know about yeah that that's tough to think about you know and and it's different from say like a crime of passion you know if if you see it on uh, you know the id channel for example uh you know wives who who get so enraged that they murder their husband over cheating or something like that i don't want to say that's acceptable but it's more understandable than something like what ed gein does who can even begin to understand what's going through his head I agree with you 100 percent. like you said i mean it's not necessarily uh, forgivable, uh, somebody murdering their spouse uh, out of jealousy, rage, but you can kind of at least connect the dot there. What compels a person to murder people or, or dig up graves and, and wear their skin <laughs> right. and, and, and eat out of human skulls as bowls? All right. Well, uh, now that everyone's finishing breakfast, we appreciate we appreciate you jumping on with us, Steve. Uh, one more question. Does, this, does doing this type of investigation uh, on the Ed Gein property make you want to do more of the same type of investigations in other places like with Dahmer, Ted Bundy, guys like that? You know, honestly, I mean, I've, I've got a 20-plus year career investigating the paranormal. I've produced several of my own documentaries, all of those on Amazon Prime. But the point I'm getting at is, you know, none of my cases have surrounded a famous or infamous person. This was the first time I took on a challenge like this. Um, but all things considered, uh, would I do it again? Under the right circumstances, yes, uh, but not actively seeking cases like this. Okay. Well, the documentary is called uh, Shock Talks, Ed Gein, The Real Psycho, available on Discovery Plus right now. Steve Shippey, appreciate it, man. Thank you so much for having me back. It's the Morning X this week, powered by Expert Electronics. 1049 Morning X, Matt Hall is here. Matt Hall, of course, the Kids in the Hall fame. Right. Um, I, I was I was one of the, the members you don't really know about. <laughs> that you've never. I was one of those members you've never heard of before. He was the guy they fired before they started the show. I quit. Like, who's that drummer in the Beatles who was like, I don't need you guys, and Pete, went off on his own? Pete Best. Yeah. Yeah, that was him. And I'm pretty sure they fired him. They did. You know why? Because he wouldn't wear his hair like they wanted to. That's what I. That's what I read. I don't know if that's true. It's probably not true. Look, we need you to look like a five year old. Can you put a bowl on your head and cut your hair around the bowl? Can you imagine being that guy? If you're like, how big could they possibly get? And no. then they just keep getting bigger. I heard that he is very glad that he didn't have to be in the Beatles oh, or go through all that. In Beatlemania, yeah. Uh, I, I would have been. I very... heard because he met his wife, and he would never have met his wife if he was in the Beatles. Never would have happened. He's very happy with his family. Uh, I would have gone the opposite direction. I would have been miserable, and bitter. Speaking of miserable and bitter, <laughs> let's look at Rock for Misconnections. Sure. Craigslist not a great place to look for love, but every day we open the Rockford Misconnections. I should say once a week we open it to check out who's in the weirdo pool. Uh, looking for some online nookie. Yeah. <laughs> Do people still say nookie? Uh, you can take that cookie. And- <laughs> uh, but here we go. Let's di- let's dive in. Why not? Now, Matt, I've been telling you to stay off of Rockford Misconnections on Craigslist. I can't help myself. This one says, chat in DeKalb. Matt being a DeKalb boy. There's a lot of DeKalb ones on here. Yeah. Uh, this one says, hello, I'm in search of some chat. <laughs> Should they mean chat? I am white male and I'm up for anyone. Doesn't matter. Wow. Now, Matt, I've been telling you, you shouldn't just settle for anyone. Well, it's tough time. It's pandemic out there, Kev. Everyone has a special type, someone who's right for you. You shouldn't just settle for the first woman that comes along on a shady website. I mean, but see, I don't want to, I don't want to (laughs) judge, you know, who am I? I know that you're always looking for some chat. Some chat. And that you always put it that way. Mm -hmm. Most people say looking for somebody to talk to, but you are very unique in that you say... I want some chat. Well, I am in broadcasting, you know. I like to chat. Yeah, tune in for some chat radio. 
That's how we talk in the that's how we talk in the bedroom. Well, I'm gonna take your shirt off now, and uh, whoa, there we go. I think that's what people assume. Yeah, that that radio people all just talk that way. I knew a guy who who was always in his radio voice. It drove really? me nuts. Oh, which by the way, you're not supposed to have a radio voice. You just talk like you with some energy. Yeah, that's all you gotta do. You know, like not your just chatting with your mom in the phone voice, but like you with some energy. Yeah, it's not a thing. Yeah, that thing's that's over. But people are still doing it. I know. And in, in, in the bedroom. <laughs> All right, I'm going to take your leg and no, no, sorry. Yeah, we're going to have some intercourse, but first, here's the foreplay. <laughs> intercourse, 10 minutes away. That's what we call a tease. That's funny. This one says, met at Art Van. Art Van? Like in a van? The, no, Art Van, the furniture store. Oh, okay. It's like It's really expensive furniture. It says, we met at Art Van a few years ago. You invited me over to show me some things. Been thinking about you and would like to meet up. What kind of things? I don't know. Apparently, how to bang you on really expensive furniture. I was going to say, can you try it out in the store? Like, I'm <laughs> sir, quit. We ask that you not demo the furniture, please. Like, I would like to bang on this bed, but I want to know how much it costs first. Yeah. Oh, 1500 Can we test it real quick? Just yeah. can you, everybody leave the store for seven and a half minutes, gonna, please. Going to have to do some stress tests. <laughs> Finally, female only. That's the headline. Mm. And this is the entire post. You ready? Yeah. Reach out now. That's it. That's it. That's the whole thing. So it's so. What's the post again? The whole thing. Female only. Reach out now. So it's a. Is it a female with the post, or is it a a man looking for female? I'm assuming they're only looking for females to reach out now. That's great. Reach out. Reach out. You females. We're back to radio here. Reach out now. Hurry in. Are you a sexy female in the state line area? Reach out now and you can be my next sexual partner. You want to hook up with Matt Hall? 815-874-2104. He's looking for some chat, ladies. Ten minutes away. That's Rockford Misconnections. 1049, The Morning X. These are things that will help you feel smarter around work when people are just throwing out factoids. You can use you can use these in your conversations to make it sound like you read sometimes. I will take the reading out of your life. Just leave it to me. Here's a random fact for you. The band Electric Light Orchestra has the record for the most top 40 songs without a number one hit. They've had 20 songs make the top 40, but none of them have ever made it to number one. If you don't know Electric Light Orchestra, that's the band that was playing while Steve Buscemi put on lipstick in the movie Billy Madison. Look that scene up on YouTube. Uh, Ireland won its first Olympic medals in 1924. A silver painting competition and a bronze in literature. <laughs> painting and literature were Olympic events back in 1924. Let that sink in. How do you start training to be a painter? I don't think that's. Uh, I don't think that works. <laughs> when you eat like chips or you know something crunchy. The sound from crunchy foods are actually tiny little sonic booms because the food is breaking up at the speed of sound, so it causes a snapping noise. Now, if it were a chip maybe the size of a truck, it would be a much louder noise there. And back in 2011, remember the stamps the United States Postal Service put out with the Statue of Liberty on them? Uh, the picture they used was not the real Statue of Liberty. It was accidentally a picture of the Statue of Liberty outside New York, New York Casino in Las Vegas. <laughs> it's not clear if that was an accident or they just used it because it was a better photo. Either way, not the legit Statue of Liberty on those stamps. I don't know if that makes those stamps more valuable or if it makes them pieces of garbage, but either way, there's some random facts for you. The one and the only 104.9. Take a listen. The Morning X. We're talking... COVID stories today. These are uh, coronavirus stories from around the world and beyond. Oh, okay. Uh, tax prep business in Massachusetts facing $135,000 in fines for, any guesses, Matt Hall? Uh, stealing the money that they were given for COVID and buying something really pricey with it. No. That's a good, as, as good a guess as any. Um, banning employees and customers from anything? anything? No. <laughs> wearing masks. Oh, you're not supposed... You, they're banning masks? They're banning masks. Real smart during a pandemic. Yeah. Yeah, great idea. <laughs> Dumbasses. Uh, yeah, so they're being fined $135,000. By whom? Not sure. Uh, here's a little factoid for you. When airlines keep the middle seats empty, it reduces the risk of exposing passengers to COVID by one-third. That's science, science right there? Yeah, science, yeah. Because it can't travel across the seat to the other person. 
I'm just reading what's in front of me. If you want to be a dowdy Nancy over there. <laughs> you know what I say? Get rid of the middle seat altogether. Nothing worse than being on a flight and you're stuck between two people and they're just the worst people. You know what I mean? Right. Nobody you wants that middle seat You anyway. can't move in the middle seat. Who wants the middle seat? Nobody. Nobody's like, oh, I hope I get a middle. You either call the aisle or you call the window. <laughs> Nobody calls the middle seat. Right. I actually prefer the aisle now. When I was younger, I was one of the, the windows so I could look out and see the world. Now I don't care about the world. I like so. the aisle so I can get up and throw up if I have to. Right. Or just go to the bathroom and not have to, excuse me, please, I have to get up, that kind of thing. That's yep. embarrassing. Middle seat, pain, pain in the ass. Yeah. Uh, but all the airlines are going to have their middle seats filled again by the end of this month. So, you know, never mind. Yep. I knew it. Money. Because, because money. Right. Money. I like money. Uh, all right, and here's a good reason to get vaccinated. If you haven't found a good enough reason yet, if not getting COVID isn't a good enough reason for you to get vaccinated, here's one. A new study found that uh, getting COVID increases your odds of developing... Anything, Matt? Got You got a guess there? Impotence. Erectile dysfunction. I, for real? For real? I knew it. Erectile dysfunction, which is not the same thing as impotence, by the way. No, it's not. They're not the same thing, but still. No! Wait, so the vaccine no! causes it or the COVID causes it? No, COVID oh, okay. increases your chances of developing erectile dysfunction, but not just increases it, increases it by 600%. Yikes. What's new? Uh, I don't know what that was. <laughs> that was <laughs> I don't know either. That was the wrong button. That was supposed to be this. No! Ah, there we go. <laughs> That's what happens when I label. Oh, I got tons of them. Oh, Darth Vader. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's it it will protect you from boner problems. That's good. I mean, you know, what's the number one thing that you see on TV is that, you know, when they sell those pills and everything, you know? Right. And we we, we rerun ads on this station. But that girl pretending to be Viagra. Hi, I'm the little blue pill. You know, it's, it's never happened to me, of course. Uh, never at a million years. Yeah. Sheep balls. <laughs> Again, wrong button, but it's kind of relevant in this case. I like the testosterone pill commercials where they're always like, and fellas, the ladies will love it in the bedroom, too. Like they throw that in there, you know. <laughs> like there's any other reason you're getting it. There's no, exactly. There's only one reason. Give it to her when you need to. <laughs> Well, then I'm getting my shot because I, I, I just can't risk it. You know, I just I can't I can't risk that 600 percent. Don't seem to have a taste for testicles no more. <laughs> well, you just got them all, don't you, over there? 600 percent, Matt. It's a lot. All right. That is a big increase in risk. I mean, you know, I, I just I, like I said, I can't risk that area. You know, it's it's it's. It's bad enough that, you know, it'll, it'll cause respiratory problems. It'll mm-hmm. increase your chances of having kidney failure and uh, complications due to diabetes. It's got to mess with your junk, too. <sighs> will this ever end? Will this, will this pandemic ever end? No! Actually, I think that kind of answers your question. The Morning X. Win. 104.9 Morning X, 818. It's Kev Andrea from the Rockford Area Convention of Visitors Bureau on the phone right now. Hey, Andrea. Hey, how are you? Good. How are you on this wonderful, brightly lit Thursday morning? It's beautiful. I'm doing great. Thanks for asking. <laughs> yeah, you know, some morning shows are actually like that. You know that? They're like, oh, way upbeat. Like, way, way too upbeat. But that's not me. <laughs> Not you, huh? You live under a little rock, and you're just fine there. I'm trying to be more positive, but I, I I can't be that energetic. I don't get it. No, 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 no. And you know what? I think you're you're perfect. So oh, thank you. You're the first person who's ever said that to me. Yeah. <laughs> no one's ever said you're perfect before. No, I think it's great. <laughs> You do so good. You're gonna make my head. You're gonna make my head big. That's what's gonna happen. Cool. So we should probably we should probably just move on from that topic of yeah. me being perfect. And yeah. uh, <laughs> for another day, <laughs> talk about what's happening across the Rockford region. What can we do this weekend? Yes, we have a lot going on, which is nice to see finally. But um, we'll start by talking about today because it's really great. Mid- Midway Village Museum. I know we talk a lot about the museum there, but uh, they're kicking off their seasonal tours, which is great, starting today, and they're going through now until, of course, uh, the end of their season time. Now, tour times will vary, so you're going to want to. Uh, call for more information is probably our best bet to get all the different 
social uh, distancing procedures and all that good stuff. So if you want to go ahead and check it out, they have a 148-acre museum campus, including 26 structures and eight heritage gardens that you can go and tour. Of course, if you didn't know this already, it's during the era of 1890 to 1910. And they do have history interpreters who are really great. They, they do look and act the part. They have costumes on. It's really fun. They lead you through what would be a one-hour tour. Well, that sounds fun. I know. It is fun. And if you're like me, who was born and raised here, you remember maybe going on a field trip to the museum area and the campus and going through the old schoolhouse and dressing up. And it's kind of nostalgic, too. And then, of course, it's always a learning experience that's fun for the kids to enjoy, too. Do they encourage the visitors to wear costumes, too? I don't see why not. I feel like you would have something for this, so you should. Well, yeah, I'd wear my (laughs) Spider-Man costume. (laughs) Very fitting, (laughs) Kev. So, so yeah, so definitely check it out if you can. Uh, this Thursday is the start, so it should be fun. Now, also going on this Friday, it's April Spring Market. So I know we're all really excited and curious about uh, Rockford City Market and the plan for that. But oh, yeah. they, in the meantime, yeah, in the meantime, they're going to open up the indoor space there and have a little mini spring market this Friday from 4 to 8. So you can kind of feel like you're back at City Market Days. Um they're going to have vendors in there that are selling anything from garlic, decor, apparel, accessories, jewelry, soap, and more. So check it out. Um, of course, social distancing and masking up is required. The market bar will be serving drinks in the gallery for any seated patrons that want to take a little mini break. Do they encourage, <laughs> so do they encourage patrons to wear costumes? I feel like you need to wear that Spider-Man costume all weekend long. We trust, need to find Kev. Tr- trust me, nobody wants me to wear a Spider-Man costume. <laughs> uh, you, the, the guys who wear Spider-Man costumes in the movies are very, very fit. Uh, if, you, if you're even a little bit out of shape, you don't look good in a Spider-Man costume. You really have to be the shape of the part or else, or else don't Aww. wear it. You ever see like a birthday party Spider-Man and he's all squishy? <laughs> it's just, you know, it's it's not for you. That's all. So funny. Now I'm picturing all of this in my head. So Don't. It's it's a horrible that. image. <laughs> <laughs> well, whatever you want to wear, put on a coat. Look, How if your that? hairy belly is hanging out of your Spider-Man <laughs> costume, it's time to either size up or pick a different superhero. <laughs> yeah, but it's a onesie, so you're fine. <laughs> well, not the cheap costumes. The cheap costumes are two pieces. They're like pajamas. Oh, okay. I was just going to say, so you just basically are wearing pajamas. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> That's so fun. Well, you know, well, no, it's not fitting for this either. I was going to say that our last event is Flicks on the Farm, Flick Other featuring at Lockwood Park, but no, I don't know if I <laughs> would be a good fit for that one either, unfortunately. So. so that's Friday at 730. If you want to check it out, go on over to Lockwood, the family. You can, well, well wait a minute, wait a minute. I can tie that in. When I was a kid, we used to go to see drive-in movies, and we would throw on our jammies before we would go see the movie. So maybe, just maybe. That's how you can get get away with it. Tell people you're just wearing jammies at the drive-in. That's all. There you go. But really, you're you're a superhero. So check it out if you can. That should be fun. They've got concessions there on site if you need it. But just another way to get the family out and about, but of course, being safe with uh, social distancing efforts, but this is a family-friendly event. Flick is really sweet, and it's fitting because it's right at Lockwood Park, which is a great facility here in our region. So that is your lineup of fun things to do this weekend, or this week, rather. Well, that sounds like a lot of fun. Everything we just talked about and more with Andrea here, you can find at gorockford.com, and uh, there you can sign up uh, to get that go guide in your email, right? You got it. Yeah, every Wednesday it goes out. We pick and choose events and things to do in the Go Guide from the GoRockford.com website. It's a condensed version so that you don't have to, you know, skim through. You've got it right there in your inbox. You can pick the first half events, and there you go. You're all set. Excellent. Go out and get some culture in your life this weekend. Andrea from the Rockford Area Convention and Visitors Bureau. As always, a pleasure. Thank you. Oh, thank you. 1049, the morning X. That guy's a tool. You're a tool. Tool of the day. Powered by Retool of Rockford, they buy, sell, and trade tools on East State Street. We bring you one tool a day. And our tool is a dumbass, an idiot, a moron, somebody who just made a dumb mistake. And we've all been here before, right? You go out drinking, you get home, and you want to take a bath. Happens to the best of us. Well, this guy, a guy in Tokyo, uh, got himself really wasted, went home, drew a bath, started relaxing. And it turned out that this guy was in the wrong house. (laughs) 
imagine waking up in the middle of the night to take a dump. You go in there and there's a guy you don't know naked in your bathtub. That is extremely embarrassing. And what really drives this home, what really makes this the tool of the day today for me, is that this guy was a Tokyo police officer. Yes! (laughs) It's always fun for me when the tool of the day stories are about the cops. Because they bust many of our tools of the day, and now they had to bust one of their own and take them off the tool jail. Don't be a tool like this fool, but the right tool for your jobs at Rockford Retool on East State Street. They're next to Chuck E. Cheese. They buy, they sell, they trade tools. Go in, see my friend Dave, or visit rockfordretool.com. It's Kev. Love that guy. On 1049. Lock in. The Morning X. 1049 The Morning X. It is Kev. And apparently scientists don't watch movies, they don't watch television, because they haven't learned that sometimes certain things are not a good idea. Uh, For example, scientists have created an embryo with human and non-human primate cells. Yes, they have created a man monkey. At least they've created the embryo of a man monkey. There is no way that this could go well. The work published in a journal, Cell, created created the first embryo containing both human and monkey cells, culture for 20 days, and it took decades to reach this point. Decades to make the first man monkey embryo. Uh, I don't know. It just it, it makes me think of that weird, mad scientist from South Park. Remember that guy? Remember Mephesto? I have created things that will change the world for the better. For instance, here is a monkey with four asses. <laughs> and here, of course, is my four-assed ostrich and my four-assed mongoose. Do you have anything besides just animals with four asses? Oh, well, I suppose so. Uh, oh, yes, over here. Here I have rats spliced with ducks and gorillas spliced with mosquitoes. And here I have rabbits spliced with fish to make little bunny fish. <laughs> it, turned out, it turned out the fish just had bunny ears tied onto him. And he had cheese spliced with chalk and a beard. Uh, it, was, it was a very weird character. But, uh, but even he realized at one point during the show, like, perhaps I shouldn't be toying with God's creations. Even he realized it. And uh, these scientists... Uh, might learn a very important lesson. If this embryo goes further, if, it, if they decide to develop this actual being, uh, it, that's a horror movie in the making. I don't know why, I don't know why they haven't figured that out yet. Uh, but what do you think? Do you think they should go forward with the man monkey? Text me, text Kevin, whatever you want to say to 59457. We interrupt this program to increase dramatic tension. 1049. Say it! The Morning X. 1049, The Morning X. Earlier we learned that uh, scientists are trying to create a man-monkey embryo, and I was asking whether or not we should keep going with that or just, you know, let God's creations be God's creations. I got a text at 59457 uh, from the 779. They say, keep going with the man-monkey. It'll probably be smarter than most people around here, hence tool of the day. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's probably true. Maybe the man-monkey hybrid will be a super genius. And uh, it will, in fact, be the species that uh, eliminates us from evolution and becomes the new top dog on planet Earth, or top man-monkey dog, however you want to look at it. But thank you for your text response. Text whatever you want to say to 59457. Just start it with Kev. It's 104.9 The Morning X. You know what? I think before I start talking about this, I should probably <laughs> I should probably play this real it's quick. It's not suitable for kids. Shoot, it's not even suitable for some grown-ups. You might want to walk away now if you ain't into these type of things. So <laughs> what are we about to discuss? Uh, people are into some freaky things. People get enjoyment out of some strange things. And I read a statistic, and you guys work in the biz, so I assume you read the same statistic. The average person will pop 3,800 pimples in their lifetime. Yeah. I did that in high school. 3,800. <laughs> oh, yeah? Did yeah. you have a lot of uh, acne in high school? It was a tough senior year, yeah. yeah. So. Oh, no. Oh, no, senior year? <laughs> yeah, senior pictures on my face looks. You know what? Let's not t- This isn't about me. Go ahead. Can we get the picture? Can we get it for Facebook? <laughs> sure, yeah. <laughs> Old pizza face Matt. There you go. Yeah, no, a lot of people have trouble with that when they're younger. You know, some people have trouble with that when they're older. But here's a more staggering statistic. The Dr. Pimple Popper YouTube page mm-hmm. has over 3 million subscribers. Oh, my gosh. Chelsea, you watch Dr. Pimple Popper? I do, and I love it. 
I think it looks super cool, especially when she gets those big cysts. See, and that's the problem with Dr. Pimple Popper is that she's not just popping zits. Nope. She is. She finds like these sebaceous cysts, Ugh. cuts them open with the scalpel. And then pushes on it. And, and custard comes out. It's, why is that a thing? Why do people, why do you enjoy that? I don't know. It's like my Ugh. weird satisfaction. I just love it. Freaky. Now, do you like popping other people's pimples? I actually, I do. I I pop my partner's pimples. <laughs> oh, my <God. laughs> oh my god! And uh, how how does said partner uh, react? How does said partner enjoy this? Said partner does not enjoy it. And she's like, "Are you done yet?" I get my little tool out. You literally, it's it's what is with the tool? It's literally a little circle, and then you just push on it, and it gets all the blackheads out. Chelsea, my wife has the tool as well. It's great. It is a torture tool. <laughs> That's what it is. That's what Dr. Pimple Popper is. It's torture porn, right, Matt? I I don't watch the show because it makes me want to throw up. Now, some people want to throw up. Other people are like, oh, yeah. Yep, that's me. Pop that pimple. (laughs) My wife. Here's what I'm getting from this. So your partners and wives, so when you're when you're with somebody, you groom each other? Is that how it works? Like you pop each other's pimples and You've never seen two apes groom each other? That's what that's what that's what comes to mind right now. We are not apes, okay? <laughs> <laughs> And that's the thing, Matt. Take out the phrase each other because I'm not doing this back to my wife. She wants to do it to me. Yeah, that is She's true. She's picking stuff off you. It is her favorite day when I get a zit on my forehead. Her Same. favorite day. Oh, my God. She's like, let me get my tools. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's terrifying. Or on the back. And it hurts. Because sometimes she'll go at it for like 10 minutes on the same one because she can't get it. Yeah, you got to get it out. She'll get a needle and get a lighter and light the end of the needle. <laughs> what? And then po- poke it with the needle. Does that work? It it does. Apparently, uh, just the, the heating of the needle, I you think, just sterilizes it. You've just given Chelsea a I'm whole gonna, new thing. I'm going right home now. tonight. Just, she like, you should have seen her eyes. Like, oh my God, you can do it that way? <laughs> we get phone calls from Chelsea's partner. Oh. What the hell did you tell her? <laughs> what have you her? done? <laughs> She has no idea what she's in for tonight. No, not at all. That is our Facebook topic this morning. You can also send a text. Text Kev in your response to 59457. The question simply is, pimple popping, are you into it? No. Now we've got a few uh, responses on Facebook. Cindy says, flat out, nope. (laughs) Rebecca says, flat out, no. Uh, But Shella has an interesting response here. She says, no, I've never popped a pimple. My uncle had terrible acne when I was a kid, and my dad told me if I popped a pimple... I would have acne like his. Wow. So he <laughs> scared her into not popping pimples. You, you know what's funny about this whole thing right now? How uncomfortable Matt Hall looks. Yeah, you should see him. <laughs> I just, I pick at mine, all right? I see it. I, when, I, when I get one, I have to pop it, but that's because I don't want it there anymore. So you I pick at I, it. I pick at it. Oh, yeah. Pick at it, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I pick at it all night, yeah, until it's all red. Well, Matt apparently doesn't have a mom. I, I know. Everybody who has a mom has heard, don't, don't pick, pick at it. it. You're going to make it worse. Don't tell me what to do, all right? If I want to pick at my zits, I want to pick at them. <laughs> Acne scars all over the place. That's gross. Yeah, I'm sorry if you're eating breakfast right now, by the way. I'm sorry if you're eating a custard donut this morning. Uh, let's just, I can't anymore. I can't. That is our Facebook question. Are you into it? Pimple popping. Apparently, a lot of people are. They've popped 3,800 in their lifetime, and it means a very large percentage of those people enjoy it a little bit too much. A little bit of, oh, yeah. yeah. Pop it right on. (laughs) Send your response in. Text Kev to 59457 with your response. You can do it on Facebook page at TheX Rockford or leave it on the X voicemail line, 815-575-XVM1. Matt and Chelsea, uh, thank you. You guys are gross. (laughs) It's Kev on 104.9. The Morning X. It is Kev. Text Kev and whatever you want to say to 59457. Join the discussion this morning. I've got Mike Peck from the Ice Hogs on the phone here. What's up, Mike? Hey, Kev. What's happening? Uh, good. So our discussion this morning, I figure I'll bring you in on this. You have to have an opinion. Uh, how do you feel about pimple popping? You into it? Oh, man. When I was like 15, 16, 17, oh, man, I'm telling you. Yeah, you, uh, you were the pimple popping king or just you had a lot of pimples? <laughs> Is that what you're trying to say? Well, you know, I, I, wasn't, I wasn't too bad, but I had my fair share. You know, it was a, kind of a rite of passage when you're, when you're in high school, right? Yeah, everybody kind of goes through that a little bit. Yeah, some people have it a lot worse than others. Uh, I think I was kind of fortunate as far as that goes, but my penance for that is that now my wife will want to pop every single pimple she sees appear on my head and forehead and face, uh, and uh, she's a little bit uh, psychotic about it. 
Yeah, that's a, you know they even have like games, don't they? Don't they have like like cell phone games where you can pop pimples? Yes. I don't. I don't even know if I would go that far. And I was never one. I know they had like a couple of like YouTube videos back in the day of of and like our, our athletic trainer would watch that crap. And no, 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 thanks. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> Everybody eating breakfast this morning is thanking you for this conversation. By the way. Oh, I know. I, I know. I've I've had a few texts already saying gross. You know, but this is. <laughs> This is real. This is reality. Some people find it relaxing. I don't get it. I, 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 don't, I don't get it. But uh, I just wanted to see how your opinion stood on that since uh, you are a guest this morning. And I, I like to bring the guests into the show. So well, I appreciate it. And by the way, I think the kids say satisfying. I think that is that is the, uh, the buzzword that the kids will use. Uh, it is yes, satisfying. they find it satisfying. It's like ASMR. Another thing I don't understand, but <laughs> so uh, what's what's happening with the Rockford Ice Hogs? I know you guys are still working with the Easter Seals and the autism program. How's that going? Yeah, oh yeah, it's going awesome. We got a big raffle going right now. Uh, we we have an auction going. Uh, if you go on our on our app or on our website, you can access that. We're selling raffle tickets for fifty bucks, and everybody who gets in, we're only we're only selling a hundred tickets, so you have some pretty good odds here. And for fifty bucks, what you will get. You will get a, a, a an ice dog tin that will have a mystery autograph puck from a player from this year's team, a bunch of other goodies in there, including a free McDonald's sandwich, which can't be that. But now, you're now be is, the, is the sandwich going to be in there, or do you have to like go buy it with a gift certificate? No, you, you might want to go buy it. We thought about it, but you know these tins have been sitting here for about two weeks now. And that was that, that was my that concern. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't want no, no. I don't want a moldy Big Mac, Mike. Valid, valid <laughs> point, valid concern. So thanks for bringing that up. We don't want any confusion in there. Good. Let's clear that up. Okay, <laughs> moving on. And then moving on. <laughs> our grand prize, by the way, four tickets to the Cubs game on August 20th with passes into the all-inclusive Catalina Club, which is all you can eat, all you can drink. And trust me, if you've watched the Cubs this year, you're going to want to drink a lot. <laughs> so that's going to come in very handy. Yeah, not doing super great. Not yet. I've, season, I, I've definitely seen worse. Young. Yeah, yeah, there, there's been worse. If you're a Cubs fan, you've definitely seen worse, that's for sure. Yeah. There's always but, a, there's always a slump. When you get that championship team, it's always followed by a slump over the next five, ten years. So that's just how it goes. Yeah, five, ten, hundred and five, or whatever, yeah. <laughs> However many years you want to squeeze in there. <laughs> Mike Peck throwing shade. I like it. <laughs> the grand prize, by the way, will also include a customizable Rockford Ice Dog authentic uh, autism awareness uh, Lego jersey as well. Uh, but we have a bunch of other prizes that'll be in that raffle. We got a $500 Walmart gift card. We got a Nintendo Switch in five games. We got a, a, a bunch of cool stuff that we're also auctioning off. Oh, that's awesome. Um, and you could, yeah, so it's all, all the, all the proceeds are going to go to the autism program at Easter Seals. And, uh, I think there's, there's only about 30, 30 tickets left for the raffle. Um, and all that wraps up tomorrow night. So yeah, we got a lot of cool stuff going on there. And, and we're really excited to uh, to partner up with the autism program at Easter Seals once again. Yeah, always a good cause. Always definitely a good cause. Uh, Ice Hogs uh, playing tomorrow. Chicago Wolves coming to town. Yeah, we hate those guys. So, you know, we will try to beat them again. <laughs> good. Good, yeah. Yeah, we're hoping. <laughs> we're, we're hoping to beat the rivals, right? I mean, you always, you always yeah, want to beat them. Yeah, no doubt. Yep, yep. The Ice Hogs uh, knocked them off the last meeting last week. Uh, so that was, that was good. And, uh, even though, you know, this year, uh, you know, there's not going to be any playoffs or anything like that. It's still fun to beat the rivals. You know, it's a friendly rivalry, friendly fire shot there. You know, that, that's, that's what I was doing. Sure. I'm sure. I'm sure no fistfights have ever broken out between the two teams. I'm sure that's never no, happened. And I truly don't really hate anybody. I just was, you know, it was optics. I was trying to spice up the, the interview a little yeah, bit. Sure. sure. That's fine. We were already talking about moldy Big Macs and pimple popping. So why not a little blood too? Why not? Yeah, that's Let's a good point. Bring it in. Just add, add, add a little into it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, uh, interesting here. Um, now we've been talking about letting people in to watch the games um, and wondering when is this going to come back and uh, something happening. Tell me what's going on, Mike. Yeah, well, I'll tell you, this is this is big news here. If you're a season ticket holder with the Ice Sox for our three games in May, which is May first, May 9th, and May fourteenth. I have a calendar in front of me, by the way. I don't. I didn't memorize that, so I, I was able to re read it off the calendar. The uh, the Ice Dogs are, are have extended an invitation to our to our full season and twenty game plan holders, and we're going to do a lottery to let uh, in in a select number of, of season ticket holders to our final three games. So we're we're really excited about this, Kev. I mean, it's uh, it's been brutal sitting in this building empty uh, watching hockey. Don't get me wrong; it's it's been great watching hockey, 
But it's not why we do this. You know, we do it to, to entertain and to have our ISOC family along for the ride. And, um, you know, our great season ticket holders that are, that have been super dedicated. Uh, we're going to, we're going to invite a bunch of them out. So we can't wait for those three games. And it's only going to be anywhere from about 250 to 300 season ticket holders, depending how many are filling the quote unquote pods that we have in the arena. But it's going to feel like the place is going to be sold out just to have people in here is going to be great. So we're really excited about that. Yeah, I'm sure you are. So there's three games in May, and then the season's over? Yeah, May 14th is our last home game, and then uh, May 15th, the Ice Sox travel to uh, Hoffman Estate to, to take on the Wolves for one last meeting this year. And then uh, and then, when does the season pick back up again? So it'll, it'll pick up uh, sometime in, in October. Um, uh, an official date has not been announced yet, but it'll be sometime in October. Uh, the, the American Hockey League will have to wait for the NHL to set their schedule and then kind of follow lockstep in with, with the NHL. So it'll be anywhere from early to mid-October. Um, and then, of course, with some renovations here at the, uh, at the BMO that, that are going to take place this summer. We'll probably start here a little bit later than that. We're probably looking at late October, maybe the first weekend in November. So, um, yeah, it's, uh, it'll be a little bit long off-season, off but I'm telling you what, I, I can't wait to get people back in this place. Yeah, that's that's a very exciting thought, and hopefully, you know, more and more people get vaccinated, uh, and uh, we get we get to a place where we can have people in in and watch in big giant crowds again. So, uh, Mike Peck from the Rockford Ice Hogs, thank you very much for joining us again this morning. IceHogs.com. and of course, don't forget you can listen to every game, including tomorrow's game with the Chicago Wolves on Sports Fan Radio thirteen thirty. Their website, SportsFanRockford.com. Mike Peck, thank you very much, sir. Anytime, Kevin. Good talking. Talk to you next week. It's the Morning X this week, powered by Expert Electronics. 